everyone, welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly, a show where Lynn asks me a question and I do my best to answer it. Except Lynn is running out of questions to ask. So if you have any questions for us, send it towards uh, Lynn and Dimitri on the... <laughs> that's, <laughs> somewhere. That's L-I-N-H-A-N-D-D-I-M-I-C-H-A-N, Lynn and Dimichan on Twitter. Yay, so we can answer your question. Yay, but in the meantime, you have something, I'm sure. Yeah, I got some. So, since COVID, Uh I'm sure a lot of people have had to stay at home. And because of that, you know, we put on a little bit extra weight. You know, the COVID pounds, right? Yeah, So you can call them that. (laughs) Yeah, the COVID weight, you know. So, like... COVID is still happening, but, like, <laughs> you know, it's been a year and a half now. Like, I, I feel like finally I want to get back in shape, you know, lose all the extra pounds that I gain. Uh-huh. But I'm having such a hard time losing weight. Uh-huh. So I want to know, like, what's the best way to lose weight? Um, This is coming, okay, so qualifiers here. <laughs> this is coming from someone who has... uh once upon a time lost weight very successfully uh and in his uh now 30s as of uh, last month last month <laughs> uh is failing spectacularly at motivating himself to lose weight but the theory stands so let's go over it um anyone who wants to lose weight has always heard other people tell them you need to exercise more right mm-hmm. that's that's the classic one um And I'm not going to say exercise is bad for you. In fact, I'm going to say exercise is very good for your cardiovascular health. Mm -hmm. Like it's something that you need to do regardless. But it is something that is deeply separated from losing weight in a way that the general population, I would say, is kind of unaware of. Yeah, misguided. Yeah, misguided is, is a great way to put it. So... Um, for instance, let's say you spend your entire day doing nothing, um, and you compare that to a day where you did a one hour run, you'll be surprised to know that your body is going to roughly burn the same amount of energy in that day, regardless of if you did the run or did nothing. Because while you're doing nothing, sitting on your couch, you're fidgeting, you're moving a lot more, you're like going back and forth. Whereas if you did that run, you're going to be a lot more like... unmoving does that make sense like your leg fidgeting bouncing up and down is not going to happen as much because your body used that energy whereas if you do have excess energy it's going to be used in slight different ways so there is that to take into account but the biggest thing that most people uh kind of like push aside is the fact that if you do work out and you do use significantly more energy you are going to be significantly more hungry, which is kind of what anyone that wants to lose weight, that's like their worst nemesis. Mm -hmm. Because that hunger will make you eat way more than you should have. And therefore, you're not necessarily going to lose weight as a result of that whole exercise. Does that make sense? Yeah. So uh, what most people just recommend uh, is eat less. (laughs) That's a very boring answer. Uh, But whatever you're used to eating that is causing you to gain weight, you need to shrink that down in a way that you can, one, measure, and two, change. So that way you do, in fact, eat less. 
you don't want to eat significantly less. You want to eat moderately less than what you like were. If you had uh, three meals a day with five snack sessions in between, maybe cut that down to just three meals a day and see how that works for a few weeks. Does that make sense? Or if three meals a day is too much for you, uh, cut down the portion size at each of those meals. Um, and it's different for everyone. Like some people don't have three meals a day. Like I am very used to having just one or two meals a day. Um, and I feel like I do a lot better if it's just that one single meal a day. Um, but the, the thing is when you eat one meal a day, you eat a lot. Like you're eating to make up for the, all the other times <laughs> that you're not eating. So technically that's not healthy either. Yeah. So again, it's, it's going to be different for everyone. Uh, and again, with the qualifiers, I have not been the prime example of someone who has been good at losing weight. Right. However, <laughs> as someone who has lost weight in the past, uh, and as someone who tries to keep up with like where the evidence-based science is, that generally seems to be the one and true way that it's going to be possible for pretty much anyone is to eat less. Like, don't change anything else about your day. Keep that stable and then eat less. Because another thing that people don't realize is once you start start eating less, that adds ever so small amounts of stress that you are not necessarily going to notice, but others are surely will uh, notice because you are getting less than what you are used to having. And perhaps you've been using eating more as a way of counterbalancing that stress um, and taking that that help away can be hard on a lot of people. So if all you can do is just kind of measure what you're eating and in a practical way, do less of it, that's going to have the most benefit. Um, and you need to continue that for a long time, unfortunately, like change your habits, basically, because unless you don't change your habits, then you're just going to gain that weight right back. Um, because you've like felt like you've been successful at losing all the way, and therefore you you give yourself that victory hamburger, uh, and that victory hamburger then puts it all right back, right? And more. And more. Oh my goodness! <laughs> A hamburger is like six hundred pounds or six hundred <laughs> calories worth. And and I, I would also like to say the counting calories thing works, uh, but it is not for everyone. If you find it a pain to kind of figure out how much calories you are consuming, especially if you're not consuming pre-made meals that have calorie numbers and you're like actually cooking at home and counting calories suddenly becomes a lot more nebulous and doesn't have that exactness to it, uh, something that's very practical that you can do is weigh yourself constantly. Like, don't skip any days. Like, be conscious of what you ate that day and how much that made you gain, Right. If you keep track of that, you are going to notice over time, hey, those uh, that lasagna that I made, uh, either it, I should have portioned it out into three meals instead of two meals. Um, I'm talking about a small lasagna because two meals out of a single lasagna is probably a ton. Uh, but you get you get my point. It's you want to have you want to quantize what you're doing and have a way of measuring if you're improving or not. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and having a digital scale that records your weight like automatically is like a super easy way to, hey, weigh yourself right before you eat, right after you eat, right, be right when you wake up, right after you do your business in the morning. Like have 
some numbers to back up what you're doing so that way you can bring up hypothesis. Hey, is eating breakfast hindering me in a way that is giving me more than I need? Like, did I need that breakfast or not as like an adult? Because as an adult, most people don't need like three full meals a day. Whereas when you were a kid, you needed those three full meals a day. And you might still be in that mentality, you know, um, and 30 hits quick. <laughs> I think you do need three meals a day. I mean, it doesn't have to be like a full seven course meal, mm-hmm. but a meal is just a time where you eat, you know, so it doesn't have to be like you have a main course, you have a side, mm-hmm. and you have a drink, and you have a dessert. You don't need that, but you still need at least three time out of the day where you dedicate a space to eat. No. Yeah. Um. I mean, for me, like I find I have to eat breakfast, mm-hmm. but I cannot eat breakfast right when I get up. I have to. For me, I, it's two hours after I wake up that I eat breakfast. So if if I wake up at noon. Two hours after, then it's, you know, then that's when I eat. But then, like, does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. I, I need to eat a certain amount of times each day in order to to be okay. Mm-hmm. And this is when I say it's, like, different for everyone. Because while I do see that you need that, like, you get cranky if you don't have that, that meal at a certain time. Yeah. That your body is, like, used to. You will visibly become cranky. Um, and, and for me, it visibly makes me happy to enjoy like a breakfast when I shouldn't have a breakfast. Like I, I do not have like, let's put it this way for months when I have not had breakfast, I was not any worse off than the few weeks that I chose to have a breakfast in the morning. Does that make sense? Like it's whatever your body is used to. That's like most important. And you need to find some stability in how much you eat for those meals. Like when I say meal, I mean like a meal, like a plate full of food is what is considered a meal in my head and what many people may consider a meal. So they might see, oh, a meal for breakfast might be a bit much. But if it's just a pastry and a cup of coffee or a glass of uh, milk or juice, that is a different idea than an entire meal. Does that make sense? Mm hmm. Um, so there's no one answer. Uh, there is a lot of different answers for different people. Uh, and again, the, the easiest thing I think for most is to kind of take what you are doing. Don't change anything of your daily routine, stuff that you are used to, because you are introducing a change and that is eating less. And that change alone can disrupt many other things. So if you go ahead and do everything all at once, like you, stop uh doing sitting at your desk and you switch to standing desk at the same time that you start walking two miles every day that you do at the same time as uh cutting out all snacks from your life and uh all carbs and if you have such large drastic changes that's going to be very hard for you to keep up with long term Mm -hmm. like you need to introduce these things one at a time months apart if you have any hope that they're going to stick Because as I said before, just decreasing what you're eating by 10% is going to make you fidgety and stressed in ways that you might not notice yourself, but people around you are going to notice. And it is going to be visible. 
especially if you if you've decreased it by enough that you start losing weight on a weekly basis rather than you've just decreased it where you aren't gaining as much weight um like you need, again you need to weigh yourself you need to know what the numbers are telling you are you improving or are you not improving um and every time you don't improve you need to think about why didn't i improve and act on it right mhm now Obviously, the question comes up, uh, what makes up a well-balanced, healthy meal, and is that related to weight loss, right? It's tempting to say that one diet is the solution to, like, losing weight versus another. Um, And it's tempting to say that we as adults, and I'm talking almost strictly as adults, uh, like, one way of eating is going to be better for us than another way of eating, And I would say the general advice follows of eat a bit of everything, just not too much, and mostly greens. Like that, uh, that idea that there's not one diet in particular that is optimized for every human is something that you do need to consider. Um, and dieting as a whole, it's valid to just eat less as a way of dieting. Like even if you're eating the same food that you usually eat like you're an adult the amount of time for you to develop a deficiency in something is a lot larger than it was when you were growing and like building up your body from nothing at this point you have a body and you're trying to get rid of stuff not to add to it so don't concentrate too much on like oh i need to cut out all the carbs and it's only protein from now on or no more fats uh, like fats are the the problem here like your body needs fats like there's no two ways around it uh, that's what all your cells are made of is a bunch of fats um, and yes this is different than the fat that's in your gut um, but it is fat nonetheless and your body breaks down everything that you eat and rebuilds it to build what it needs um, so with that in mind eat a little bit of everything, just not too much, and mostly greens is kind of like the best advice that any nutritional scientist has ever given uh, for how how you should structure your diet. So try not to have it be pizza five days a week for, mm-hmm. Dimitri, for, how for, much? <laughs> for seven months straight, right? Um, <laughs> how much of that advice do you actually follow yourself? Eat a little bit of everything, mostly greens. I mean, you... I eat salad. Yeah, but you you're okay eating pizza three meals a day the, for the next five months. <laughs> I yes, that is an that is a uh, an idea that I am okay with, but it doesn't mean that that's what actually happens. Like we don't realistically have pizza every day. But that's because I stop us from having pizza every day, or else you would just buy pizza every day. Oh, would I? Yes, I mean, you would. Well, did I do that before we met? No, not really. Um, so. Like, it's easy to to say that that's the cause, is it's because you're eating this all the time. Just eat less of that. Like, you can still have your pizza every day if that makes you happy, you know? Yeah, says the guy who eats (laughs) 80% of a pizza that we buy. Like a 20-inch pizza. That's because you didn't let me have pizza for three months. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We buy a 20-inch pizza. And he, I eat two slices, and he eats the rest of the pizza. Like, how, in one sitting. That's not even, like, spread across three meals. It's one sitting. I skip on the crusts. <laughs> That's not the point. So, you're the one asking me, like, why do you want my advice then? I don't want your advice. I'm just 
well, I want to see what is it that you think is the best way to lose weight. Because I have my way of doing it and it works. You okay. know, my so, way is to count calories. Mm-hmm. You know, I use this app called it's it's free to download. I forgot what it's called now. My Great Pal or something. My Fitness like that. Pal. My Fitness Pal. There. My Great Pal. <laughs> <laughs> There, where you enter in, it's not the best, like, calorie calculating, like, mechanism, Mm -hmm. but it's what's available that is free, Mm -hmm. that it kind of works. So, I would measure out, weigh everything that I ate, and then just put it in there, and then it will give me back the amount of calories, you know? And to me, counting calories actually works. Mm -hmm. It's something measurable that you can act on, right? Yeah. But it's a lot of work because I'm constantly needing to think, like, what can I eat that has less calories since I'm con- I'm counting calories? So I have to choose food that has less calories, mm-hmm. you know? So that's the hard part. Yeah. And I think another hard part is having a partner. That you need to eat together with. <laughs> that you need to eat together with. And it's hard to lose weight when the other person isn't, like, into losing weight. Or, like, is you know, don't want to think too much about it. So then whatever you eat, like, whatever, I guess because the decision is, you know, you make the decision together on what you eat. But it's hard to count calories when you're eating a pizza, mm-hmm. you know, that you're buying out. Or, like, when you go to a restaurant and have sushi. Like, how do you count calories when it comes to sushi? You don't, right? Do I count every grain of rice that is in a... Does that make sense? It's mm-hmm. really hard when you're eating with someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when that someone is super stressed from work all the time and needs needs the quick uh, dopamine rush of having a good meal uh, to to be happy. <laughs> but, but the thing is, what I make is good food, though. It is. It's just, you need to, like, be... And also, when I make food and I'm on a diet, I eat very little, you know, mm-hmm. but because I'm counting calories, right? But it's so hard because you can't eat at that amount. You you will die if yeah, you eat I, that <laughs> little amount every mm-hmm. time, you know? Yeah, I mean, everyone's body is different. Everyone eats... Or everyone's metabolism works at a different rate where yeah. you can eat more or eat less than the other person. Even if you weigh similar amounts, like there's no set portion size, um, which makes the calorie counting difficult because calorie counting is based on like an average amongst adults, mm-hmm. like that 2000 calorie limit. What will happen if you eat 2000 calories in one day? Oh, I will blow up. Right? Like I won't even be able to eat that much. Mm hmm. But that's that's what the that's what the daily average that's on all the nutritional labels is. But it's based on a, a normal size human, right? I'm not normal size. I'm on the smaller range, uh, like right now. You're typically I'm tiny. Yeah, but you're a typically sized human adult, right? Not really. Not really. No, I'm rather small. Okay. And, I mean, it's based on your height, your weight, your age, your race. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, all of that play a factor. Like, because our genetic makeup, like, makes us process food differently. Mm-hmm. You know, we digest differently. So whatever I can digest, you may not be able to. Mm-hmm. So it's not really, I mean, the standard of the 2000 is not based on an Asian woman. Mm-hmm. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Well, why not? Like, there are probably more Asian women than other types of women around the world, considering just pure population, right? Right, but who's the person, who comes up with these scales? Mm -hmm. Not an Asian woman working (laughs) in the lab trying to figure out. Exactly my point. Like, I don't think any one human is going to come to that 2000 measurement and that's going to perfectly match up with them. I think people are going to either be way above that or way below it. Um, depending on what they do on a daily basis, right? Mm-hmm. If your day is involves a lot of commute by walking, you are going to need a lot more calories to be able to do that, right? Yeah. Like that's a lot of energy that you're expelling just to walk a lot. And similarly, if you're an athlete, like that's going to be even more. Um, if you're a sedentary type that sits in front of a computer all day, that's going to be vastly less, Right. I don't know. I feel like athletes don't eat. Huh. Well, it depends which types of athletes. Like the, the ones that need to reach a certain weight class, they will torture themselves by not eating for weeks right up until that that fight, for instance. Um, and that's because they can't weigh that much, um, even though they need to weigh that much for them to be able to do what they do. Like it's a, it's a hard thing, um, but that gives them the edge. Um, so that's why they do it. So... More of the story is, <laughs> I guess. You're on your own. <laughs> You're on your own. Uh, but uh, eating less, not drastically less, like don't eat half all of a sudden, just decrease it a little by little. Uh, and measure along the way so you know if what you're doing is useful to you. The junk food, cutting out junk food actually helps. Yeah, like it's an easy thing. Like replace it's soda. Not, no, it's not easy, dude. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> so some easy things. If you're used to drinking uh, half a two liter bottle of soda every day oh, good. switch that out with diet soda like that's going to be an instant improvement because yes you need to get used to the flavor of diet soda but you've completely cut out all those calories that your body is suddenly going to want to need because your body's gonna be like um where did all those calories go but if you keep the food the same and you consciously keep the food the same you're going to be able to have the flavor of soda and the same amount that you're eating and you will be consuming less right now your body might start fidgeting a little less to make up for that like there's all there's a lot that goes on in the weight loss process uh that people like don't think about on a daily basis so you need to consciously work at it um and it's difficult to consciously work at it when you have a ton of other things in life that are nagging at you for attention so consider trying this in isolation without changing other things um and yeah good luck keep at it <laughs> you you need to change your habits ultimately if you want to if you want this to last long term otherwise you'll do great you'll lose 20 pounds uh and then you'll be like mission successful and then you'll gain 30 um and that i have i have been there <laughs> many times as i've uh attempted in my later life to lose weight again um but it's it's something that you need to you need to work at mm-hmm. so that's my spiel good luck everyone <laughs> <laughs> okay bye we'll see you next time bye